future, yeah. Your attention, please. We're gonna have a problem here. Your attention, please, and welcome in to another episode of Yap Chicago. And we appreciate you hitting play on wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. My name is Edgar Perez, as always, sitting here with Lizzie F. Baby. What it do? And don't forget, you can follow the show on Twitter at Yap Chicago underscore or on Instagram at Yap Chicago. You can also call us and leave us a message at 312 985 6006. Y'all better be calling because you know we've been making you money with these picks. We'll more into that later. As always, this episode is brought to you by Tribe Coffee Co. They have all the coffee blends that you want for the morning and afternoon pick-me-ups, nighttime, or that cafecito, even that decaf. Visit tribecoffeeco.com and use promo code YAPSHY for 10% off of your order. And it does not have 185 grams of sugar in it. No. <laughs> what does, though? We saw that right before we, we, we started recording here. It was- and I, I thought it was a fake uh, post we we it was so outrageous that we had to double check it. We had to fact check it. Yeah, we got stats and info involved. Stats and info, get on it. And it was for the Dunkin' Donuts, the pumpkin spice frozen coffee. The frozen had 185 grams of sugar. Man, fucking chop my leg off. That's that kind of drink that'll claim your foot, man. You. <laughs> 180-something grams of sugar? 185. That's like five Coke cans or something like that. Five or six. Damn, man. That's a, <laughs> that's a lot of fucking... You got like a two liter in that bitch. Look, man. I'm not really a... Uh, a I don't like my coffees, you know, full of cream, sugar, and whipped cream, right. and drizzles, and all that shit. The cold foam? Nah, not even that. I just go black coffee Okay, for the most part. I've been trying to experiment with like uh, getting like just cream and a little bit of caramel in it, and that's kind of been working. It's been good, but I don't think I'm gonna be trying that. Uh, yeah, that shit's pumpkin swirl iced, whatever it is that you named. So save your foot and get a tribe coffee cup. Is it tribecoffeeco.com <laughs> <laughs> for ten percent off your order? Make yourself your own coffee at home. It tastes better and uh, it's more cost efficient in the long run. Lots of lots of stuff to get into today. Uh, big news with the White Sox finally clinching their division. Which we knew was going to happen, but let's fucking go. Kind of got to this point a little, little weird. We also got Justin Fields making his first start. More gambling, a lot of fights, a lot of fights, games to watch. There's UFC. There's a lot of stuff going on uh, this week and coming up this weekend. Uh, but first and foremost, happy birthday to you, sir. It was yesterday on Wednesday. Thank you. And uh, where'd you go to dinner? Franklin Room. It was actually a, a pretty good place to go to. Had a whiskey flight there. It was. It was pretty good vibes. I was telling you a little bit about it. It it, had, it was called the Johnny Walker Deconstruction. So it was basically three different whiskeys, obviously. And if you tasted them all together, it basically created the flavor of a blue label. But mm-hmm. it was three different flavors overall when it came to the drinks themselves. So you can taste like the smokiness comes from this, the... You know, hints of this comes from here and whatnot. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. It, it was it was a super nice place. I fuck with it. Yeah, I'm going to have to check it out. It was right around the corner from where, where I went for my birthday dinner. Saturday night, I went to Union Sushi, uh, which is literally, like, next door to that Franklin Room place. I remember, yeah. literally remember walking by it as I was walking to my car. Yeah, I went there Saturday, and then Sunday, of course, we saw the Bears game at uh, PhD's. 
True. Good times. Everyone came through for uh, to watch the Bears game and for my birthday. I mean, there was a, a failed surprise party attempt, which I appreciate the effort. Because your wife. Because I found out before, <laughs> before we even went. Because she left her phone open with. Left her phone up and literally named the group chat Edgar Surprise yeah. or La Sorpresa, something like that. But I was like, ah, oh, hmm, this is interesting. I don't know what this is for. I don't know what this is about. Hey, we still got shit face, so. Yeah, I, I definitely had a good time. Had some cigars there. It was not their patio. Lots of drinks. I really almost don't remember. <laughs> some good chunks of it. Yeah, I would say like from second half of the the afternoon games on, probably, probably a little bit of blur. Yeah, we definitely enjoyed ourselves. But uh, I wanted to ask you this. Um, I got a present from our our boy Lord, government name Edson. Shout out Lord. Shout out Edson. He gave me the um, Dia de los Muertos White Sox bobblehead, and I was really kind of conflicted by it. Because it was cool, but... Because it's, it's really cool. I really like the design. It's a sweet bobblehead. But it's a White Sox. But at the end one. of the day, is it is still a White Sox so what's memorabilia the question? logo. I don't know. Should I feel dirty about it? Is it... Is it uh, Since it's a gift, where no. Do you, where do you stand on that? Especially since I told him to give it to you. Um, <laughs> All right, shout out. So, since it's a gift, no. I don't think you should feel dirty about it because it's not something that you purchased. Right. So technically you didn't fund the team or anything like that, you know? Right, right. Uh, plus, deep down inside, maybe you're just a White Sox fan, bro. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's, you know, starting to seep out. I'm not a White Sox fan. I mean, just just like... But how, I'm also not a hater. Just like Edson has season tickets to, to Wrigley. He has been there a lot. I would say. It's the same shit. And he threw it in my face, too, that I've been to a lot of White Sox games this year, too. But it's like, I mean, for me, it's easier to get to the White Sox games. I understand, man. It's and a convenient it's an, And location. it's an exciting team. It's right here. It's, it's good baseball. Yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> Keep saying I, nice things. I I like. I, yeah. It's a newer stadium. Shut up, man. I fuck. <laughs> You don't have a concrete falling on your head? Hey. <laughs> we put up nets for that, so we're good, right? Right, right, <laughs> right. We're safe. No, but in all seriousness, I, I do appreciate that gift. I really do like it. It, it, it. I'm not saying I'm I'm uh I'm converting to White Sox fan or nothing. I'm just not a a Sox hater. Like some people hate the Cubs, or like even sub Cub fans hate the White Sox. Like I don't have that built-in rivalry. Rivalry. I could really give two shits about what side of town's baseball team you root for. Um. So I'm not an outward hater. That's why, I like, I, I appreciate that gift. It was a, it was a good, uh, nice bobblehead. Again, the 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 Dia de los Muertos bobblehead has the the modelo golden bat on it with it too. It's tight. It just looks clean. It just yeah. it's a cool ass bobblehead. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's a good time to you know transition over from a Cubs to a White Sox fan. Anyways, never, and never, especially since we why? just clinched the division well, we got today Frank on Thursday. Schwendel in the cut. Schwendel. Schwindel in the cut. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Wisdom out there. The future. What if he next, found out like next week he's just like Wisdom? Um, my name's actually Wisdom. That'd be even better. Probably. For for joke purposes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, no, uh, but you're right. The White Sox today on uh, Thursday, Thursday September 23rd in the first game of a doubleheader. Clinched the division for the first time since 2008. And we decided to not give a fuck about the second game and basically scratch the starter, put Kopik in for two innings. 
and they were just like, "All right, let's see, what, let's see what's going on." Yeah, you, you kind of knew that was the second game. If they once they clinched, you knew that se- that second game didn't really matter. Yeah, Ta, Jose Abreu, all of them were getting lit, probably, yep. allegedly. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, it's the the only shitty part is the fact that uh, Lori Garcia is now batting two sixty five, so he's close to the two seventy. Um, <laughs> that's one shitty part. The other one is the fact that Carlos Carlos Rodon may be dead. He had fucking arm soreness after he was well rested, right? After he didn't really, he got taken out early on his last uh, his last appearance. Not good, not good, uh, not good news for Carlos Rodon. Only went three innings through sixty nine pitches before he got pulled on Monday. He was complaining about soreness, and even uh, Tony Larusa even came out and said he was it's concerned. Yeah, it's concerned. I mean, two two weeks should be, I think, sufficient time to at least see where he's at. Worst case scenario, I think what they'll do is they'll make him like two, three innings and then put in Kopech as like a lot. For his next start? No, 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 not for his next start in the playoffs. Oh, I, get, I see you. Totally focused on the playoffs now. <laughs> on to Houston. Yeah. I, it does suck. The timing of it stinks. Um, but something that Tony Russo said afterwards, even though he fucking sold the second game, is he said that the White Sox can't become complacent in the next couple of weeks, which mm-hmm. they did last year, and it actually cost them the division. Yeah, and it made them go into the playoffs with like no rhythm because they just basically stopped giving a fuck for a couple of weeks. So I think if he actually, you're not gonna keep you know a foot on the pedal the entire way, but as long as you still have players getting a good amount of at-bats. I think Andrew Vaughn has to get all the at-bats that he can mm-hmm. so he could get back into the rhythm that he was in in July where he was fucking raking. Um, so I think that's that's going to be their mindset. They have to get the team rolling to the best position while still giving rest, which is it's a, a hard place to be in because you're, you're in between a rock and a hard place, really, when it comes to that, especially with Rodon being hurt. You don't want to tax the bullpen too much either. Because if you do need them in the playoffs, you don't want them to be dog shit tired. And especially against the Astros, they have a good lineup. I think their pitching is going to be the the part that may hold the Astros back. But their lineup is fucking solid. And it's good to see Tim Anderson hit two home runs in that uh, in that clinching game. So hopefully, you know, he's been dealing with some injuries here and there. And uh, he had some rest early on. And now hopefully... He had two home runs over that sparks his offense going into the final stretch here into the offseason. But um, are you concerned that the White Sox are, have been pretty much a 500 team since the All-Star break? No, uh, because there was a lot of configuring the IL when it comes to some of their pitchers. They put Lance Lynn in there. They put uh, Giolito in there. They put mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't know if they put Rodon in there, but I do know that they pushed his start back like two or three times Yeah, to kind of uh, – configure everything so that everyone is well rested so i think it was mostly that because i mean they played well against they played like decently well against the the teams everyone likes to talk about the teams that have a winning record and whatnot right they beat a couple teams that i believe they beat oakland they beat um the rays so i mean my thing is i think didn't didn't they also beat the astros after the all-star break whatever but I mean, they were they were playing pretty well against the good teams in the second half, better than the first half, I would say. So, I mean, it's hit or miss. But I, I, I'm just glad that they're 
second or third seed so that you're they're not gonna have to do the playing game again this year because that shit's fucking nerve-wracking so the good thing about the the end of the Sox schedule here is they are still they are still in Cleveland for the rest of this series through the weekend. Uh, and then they and got Detroit, pretty much Detroit, and two games against Cincinnati, which are they're not going against Cincinnati. Yeah, they're pretty much out of the race there with uh, with how hot St. Louis has been lately. Uh, so hopefully the Sox could go on a like you said, go on a bit of a roll here and really build that momentum toward the playoffs once that gets started. Yeah, and some some other momentum that's going for the Bears is the fact that we have a new starter in town. Justin Fields named the starter for Week Three against the Browns. As much as Matt Nagy uh, loves Andy <laughs> did, Dalton, didn't want to uh, make that decision. <laughs> that show like kind of had fuck. to. And he was like, "When Andy Dalton's healthy, he's still our starter." Like, what the fuck? Why? Why is Matt Nagy so in love with Andy Dalton? He made him a promise, bro. You don't break your promises. I I agree. I think there was a promise made. Faith, but family for how and long? But for, <laughs> but for how long are they gonna gonna hold on to this quote unquote promise that they made Andy Dalton to make him the starter? I, I I'm surprised he didn't fucking say Nick Foles was gonna start and have Justin Fields sit. I mean that was a that was Mike Greeny's argument. Remember that that clip that went viral a couple weeks ago where mm-hmm. he said if Justin Fields isn't ready, then shouldn't he be your number three? Because Vanny Dalton gets hurt, I mean, and you he, don't believe that he's ready to play. Hayden asked Hector, thought so. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a Hayden Hector argument right there. But no, I mean, I, I think it's dumb. It's regardless, it's stupid. And once again, when I was kind of playing devil's advocate when it comes to should Justin Fields start or not uh, from the beginning of the season, I I always wanted him to start. I thought it made more sense for him to start because then you can actually build upon the stuff that he learns and whatnot. Right. I understand what they were trying to do, though, where they're like, you're going to learn how to become an NFL quarterback by seeing seeing how defenses are run because he did get fucking tricked last week, mm-hmm. and he threw a pick on a, on, on a ball that he didn't expect the defender to go where he went. Correct. Stuff like that where he can learn just by having that fucking iPad on there and seeing, like, oh, shit, he dropped back into this coverage even though he was showing this. They were showing cover two. They dropped to cover three or whatever, maybe, you know? Right. And stuff like that, It it's just not really done in college as much it, it, because it's so much more difficult to teach fucking 50 people on defense <laughs> than the, like, the regular like 20 people that you have on defense in the NFL and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so th- that's the reason that they were doing that. Was it smart or dumb? I mean, we're not going to know because... They went through with their plan, and Andy Dalton got hurt, so they can't really carry out their plan. The thing is, I, I brought this up when uh, Hating Hector was in the studio with us. Do you trust Matt Nagy with making a game plan for Justin Fields? You originally said no. Last week, he didn't fucking really switch up the play calls much. It was like Andy Dalton plays for Justin Fields. Yeah. Like, don't you think you have to incorporate more movement, more... And I, and I think they will. I think Bill Lazor's smart enough to... to go with Matt through the game plan and make sure that Justin Fields is put in the best positions to succeed, you know, getting him out of the pocket, especially with that Cleveland pass rush True. coming at you. You got Miles uh, Garrett will kill you. Miles Garrett. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a scary, it's a scary pass rush. And that Cleveland, that's Cleveland team is good. I know they're banged up offensively, but that's still a good team. That's a, that's a team that damn near beat the chiefs in, in week one by playing and, an almost perfect game. And I feel like they actually complement each other really well in mm-hmm. which they're run run offense first and then 
they have a good enough defense where they'll slow you down. Right. So my thing is, I believe the spread was what, seven, seven and a half? Seven and a half right now. Seven and a half over under was 45? Over under is 45, yes. So it's kind of scary because even though Mayfield's beat up, Jarvis Landry is dead. Uh, OBJ is supposedly going to be playing, but... May or may not hurt still coming back from that knee injury. That shitty boy, who knows? <laughs> um, so my, my thing is, like, even though they're beat up... Oh, boy. They they can still fucking run, chub, and hunt. Chunt. Right. Like they can rub chunt down your throat. <laughs> like, hey, yo. <laughs> like, they're, they're, yeah, the, the main point of their offense is that run game. And they have a good Which ass is still healthy. Line. They still right. got a healthy line. They still got healthy running backs. And Akeem Hicks might be out. He was unlimited. Eddie Gomez, the, the limited participant, and you're right. Yeah, Akeem Hicks did not did not participate. So, so if if they're both gone, that fucking Nick, that metal is gonna get beat the fuck Nick up. Nick Chubb up the gut. Yeah, true. Oh man, it's and, and th- that's why uh, I'm kind of I'm, I'm hesitant because I know everyone wants to get excited and probably go on you know bet the Bears plus seven and a half. Justin Fields is back. Donald's gonna be better. So we think. So we think, but. The heart of this Browns offense is still their run game. And uh, side tangent, um, something that we, you know, something that we want to teach people is how to gamble in a smart way. And one thing that we said last week for a little bit is shop around, shop around your bets. Dude, Barstool bet. If you go to Aurora uh, from now until Sunday kickoff, if you want to bet the Bears plus seven and a half, up to $100, they are plus $1,985. $1,985 for a $100 bet. Sheesh. So if you... Those if, are for new new Barstool yes. Sportsbook players. Users. Users? Yeah. yeah. Gamblers? <laughs> <laughs> but regardless... If you're new to the Barstool Sportsbook app, if you want to register... You have to go in person, I believe. Yeah, go to in person. Use promo code Dave, I think, when you sign up. Yep, you have to go it's onto a max, the Wi-Fi there. Max bet of a hundred dollars. That's a fucking crazy bet. Which is a crazy promotional. That's nuts. Like fucking boost. If you if you look around, you're not going to get anything. Never near that. It's usually no. like minus one fifty, and that's just to cover. That's not like normally. Maybe you might see that on a weird like college money line. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but like. Or like and a professional sports on a spread to be plus or Shevchenko nineteen eighty five yeah. <laughs> so for example, if you were actually to bet on DraftKings plus seven and a half, it is minus one fifteen. They're moving it from minus one fifteen to plus one thousand nine hundred eighty five. That's fucking nuts. Sorry, I had to do a side tangent because if you don't know, I mean, obviously we're not sponsored by Barstool, but. Hey, maybe you know, maybe. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Barstool. Hey, if you're listening, you like you like the promo. We could have you if, know. If you go to, it could have been an official read. Listen to our voices. We could do a commercial read for you guys. If if you go to Aurora, just tell them yep, shy. If I can set you, and let's see if they get any. Pub. Just, just raise. If you go to Aurora, raise your hand. And be like, can can I answer promo code Dave and Yap Shy? If you say that enough times, people are going to be like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Or they'll just call you stupid either way. Yeah, true. <laughs> and just be like, what? The Yep Chicago guys sent us. You know? I don't even know if that would actually work. I doubt it. But Gorilla it would be nice. Baby. Yeah, it would be nice. We'll, we'll give you some stickers if you go out and try that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I'm looking at that brown seven and a half. I think it's, it favors them. How about you? Or are you missing that and going for the over-under? Uh, yeah, a part of me wants to go with the under. Under 45. 
I mean, I'm not expecting fireworks from Justin Fields in his first start. Will the offense move a little better? Yeah, I think so. But I still think that they're not just going to let, especially with the lack of trust that Matt Nagy has shown. I don't think he's going to send him out here and have him you know, throw the ball playbook. 40 times. Yeah. So they might lean on David Montgomery just to get pressure off Justin Fields. So they're gonna might, the Bears might be doing a little more running. We all know the Browns are going to be doing more running too also, especially with the hobbled Baker Mayfield out there, a injured wide receiver core out there. You said earlier that Travis Landry, Travis Landry went on IR. Odell Beckham barely coming back. Maybe he's making his first start of the year. We'll see what happens with that. But two teams that are going to be running the ball means that clock's going to keep running. Right. So maybe not a lot of time for uh, to get each of these offenses enough possessions to put at the points they need because I don't really expect them to just go off every time they have the ball. Yeah. So, I mean, I haven't gotten a Bears pick right this year so far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 0-2 on Bears picks. Do with that what you will. But with everything presented in front of me, I'm leaning towards the Bears – and Browns uh, under forty five so points. That means hammer though over everyone. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> if you want to fade, fade, hey, fade me with Bears picks, but with everything else, sometimes you're, I've been hitting. Sometimes you're too I've close. I've been hitting. You're too close just, to just see. Like, you know. Yeah, that's true. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't want to just like paint, put on my you know my Ditka mustache and my uh, my aviators and just yell out the <laughs> Bears and you know and just say yeah, Justin Fields, we got a quarterback now, guys, and uh, you know take Bears in the points. Oh, Bears money line. It's like oh. Come on, guys. Let's let's load. I know we're all excited with Justin Fields, but fuck this fucking the play caller that's going to be on the sidelines on Sundays can't even go support his boy without saying no, 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 no. Just just let's everybody slow down because if Andy was healthy, he'd still be in there. That was that was so ridiculous. And at, he did have a press conference, Matt Nagy, on Wednesday, which I think the yeah. reason he did it is because on Wednesdays don't they usually have the starting quarterback talk? Correct. So maybe he just yeah. was like. And normally he doesn't talk on Wednesdays anymore. Right. Because the NFL made a rule where they only got to speak twice a week now. Instead of three. So Due to COVID and shit. Right. So like uh, when he would normally speak Wednesdays, now he doesn't. But obviously he didn't want to send out Bill Lazor and Justin Fields out there without making some sort of formal That would have been dope, though, if Justin Fields just came out there. It was just like, we going to fuck him up. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. Come on, now stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. <laughs> stop playing with me. That's when... Uh, when Matt, when Matt Nagy said that just that Andy Dalton would have still been the starter, that Justin Fields should just popped Come up on, and now just even if it even if it's just like that where the mic he's not really on mic he's just like maybe out in the corner somewhere. Come on, now stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. <laughs> and that's Allen Robinson laughing in the background. Hey, <laughs> that's the other thing. So I honestly think Allen Robinson thought that the pass that Justin Fields threw him down the sideline had no. He, he's and never the, been with a quarterback can hit him. No like chance that. of getting there. And he was just like, holy shit. And just <laughs> hit him in the chest. We said that at PA just watching yeah. the game. Like He was probably just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, the ball's coming. He was just like, no one he just went right and went right through his hands. Yeah, that was that was a touchdown throw if I ever seen one. Fucking beautiful pass, man. I don't know, man. I, I want to I be excited that Justin Fields – I mean, I am excited, Yeah, of course. I think he's, he'll actually uh, be okay. The upside is just so much higher. That's what it is. Yeah. And plus, he's only going to be better. He's going to face Cleveland on the road, which, you know, we both think he's going to be, like, decent. Okay. Uh, but then the next week, you know, you got Detroit at home, which they stink, so yeah. he should play better with them. And then uh, they're in Vegas. Hey. Hey, let's go. So, and I doubt Andy Dalton's healthy by then. Healthy by then. Dude, how mad would you be if that's the game that Andy Dalton starts again? <laughs> 
We fucking go to Vegas. We and go to Vegas for everything. We start. We buy tickets thinking that Justin Fields is just going to get a chance to see Justin Fields. Two, and, week, uh, two weeks in a row, Justin Fields starts, and then... Andy Dalton's Andy a Dalton. game time decision. Oh, oh my god! Andy Dalton game time decision. We would have to hammer beers just to fucking get through <sighs> the I'd, day. I'd leave. <laughs> I'd leave. You, would, you Dalton... would change your flight that day. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no, I'll do, do the game. Fuck that. I'm I'm staying in Vegas, but I'm not I'm not fucking staying around to watch Andy Dalton stink against the Raiders. You would go to that circle pool or whatever the fuck. Yeah, circus swim. That should uh, dope. Yeah, I'll just go find a sports book somewhere, but. I actually believe uh, Waddle and Sylvia are going to be recording there. On Friday, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Did you try to win uh, tickets for that? No. No? You didn't go to the, the, the crawls to qualify? The no. White Claw bar crawls to qualify? Nope. <laughs> They're all in the suburbs, and it's too much. Too they had one in, uh, shit, was it Lamont? Yeah. What is that, a suburb? <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm trying to think. I know I'm not saying it's not. But I'm saying like the closest south side one because I think the other one was like in, they're all like north suburbs. Yeah, it, there was one in Niles, I think, and yeah, then fucking so. yeah, fuck that that fucking drive home would be yeah. Just... <laughs> Closing I hope. Yeah. hope. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. Uh, while we're here on the football slate, let's get into our games to watch. Last week I went two and zero on our games to watch. I don't even know what I picked last week. I'll tell you. Good thing I'm writing these down. I picked Rams versus Colts, and I think Colts. You and- picked Rams, Colts, Rams minus three and a half. Let's pull up the schedule. <laughs> this well-produced I, uh, segment we have going on here. I actually think the Colts uh, covered. I don't Let's think the... These schedules. And then I picked 49ers, Eagles. So that's one. I got to take a shot. So you got Rams. Rams didn't... Co- Ooh, Rams barely missed it. That sucks. Yeah, 27-24. Shit happens. And uh, what was the other one? Niners, Eagles? I think it was. Yeah, it was. You had uh, 49ers minus three. Which covered 17 and 11. And they covered. Yeah. So. Three out of four. Three and one. We had three we, we had three and one in our picks. I actually, I, I know I liked both offenses, both offenses to cover on my picks, the Panthers and the Cowboys. And I actually did a, did a play on the money line for, for both of them, which ended up hitting. Panthers, your boy Sam Darnold and the Panthers spanked the fucking... Pat myself on the back, yep. The Jameis Winston project is done. But the fucking Cowboys yeah. Chargers game, that that was a shit show. Didn't yeah. we talk about that too? Remember I told you, like, uh, I don't know, for some reason, when they're not primetime games, I feel like big hype primetime games generally deliver. Right. But like, when they're like in the regular slate and they're hype, and you think they're going to be blowouts or they think they're going to be, uh, you know, high-flying offenses, a lot of points... Generally a letdown. Yeah, I, I believe the primetime games were six and zero oh, um, so far in over unders. They were all over six Yikes. and zero. Oh. Yikes! I believe today's Thursday night football game, the over under was forty two. Doesn't look like it's getting there. No, I mean uh, <laughs> that offense. I talked up a lot. The the, the Panthers. They lost a big piece. Looks like it. Uh, Christian McCaffrey left the game early with the hamstring. It looks like, and uh, David Mills out here slinging it on the. Uh, Oh, the Panthers defense. This giraffe has neck, boy. <laughs> this Mike Glennon has neck. Oh, that shit felt fucking wild. But anyways, our picks. Or our, our, <laughs> right. our games to talk about. All right. Do you want to kick this off? I'll kick it off while you're taking your, your shot over there for your... Man, uh, fuck you. Your one loss. <laughs> My first game that I'm going to go with will be the Colts visiting the Titans. Titans are currently a five and a half point favorite. Over under at 75 and a half. And I'm rolling with the Titans. Titans at home. Wait, what is it? Over hmm? under what? 
47 and a half. Oh. I thought you said 75 and a half for some reason. I was Did like, I? what the fuck? Did I though? I don't know. I'm going to have to go back and listen to the tapes. <laughs> I, I do be saying some weird shit sometimes. But anyways, uh, Titans minus five and a half at home. The Colts, we're not even sure if Carson Wentz can walk right. Two sprains. You got two <laughs> sprained ankles? You know how uncomfortable? I mean, it's bad. If you have one sprained ankle and you're already limping on, on one, you, you know, you're and favoring your the other one. Yeah. You, well, both your ankles are sprained? And it was off of one play. How are you... How are you going to play quarterback? <laughs> you know what? This goes back to the reason you don't start Justin Fields game one. Because uh, <laughs> fucking, um, what's his name? Aaron Donald fucking mm-hmm. tackled Carson Wentz and sprained both of his ankles on one play. <laughs> like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like That's, he, that's dangerous, man. He yeah, wasn't but. going down, and he was just like, yeet. Carson fucking. Wentz isn't the most mobile quarterback, though. That's true. He can but. move around a bit, but he's not exactly... You know, yeah, Hadouken defenders out there. Hadouken defenders. <laughs> yeah, so my first game, give me the Titans at home against a, a beat up Colts uh, offense. Question marks at the quarterback position. I mean, if Carson Wentz can't really do anything but stand there, might have a little bit of trouble. Who knows if he can even push off that ankle right? T.Y. Hilton still got T.Y. Hilton still, still out. Uh, Michael Pittman had a good game, but yeah, it's not like that really matters. So now you got Tennessee coming off that big game when. Derrick Henry scoring a billion touchdowns. True. And uh, so they're at home. They got a little momentum after last win. Give me the Colts minus five and a half at home. I'm sorry. Give me the Titans minus five and a half at home against yep. the Colts. And they're at home. So that's, mm-hmm. that's a fucking big mm-hmm. ass plus. True, true, true. Uh, my first game is actually going to be, it, it's a weird game. Seahawks versus Vikings. Oh. Um, Seahawks are away and they are minus one and a half. What's over under on that bad, bad boy? 55. 55. So... The reason I picked this game is because I think the Vikings are actually a decent team. They've just lost their first two games. They lost to the Bengals in a fucking like last second play. Mm-hmm. And then last week they actually had a chance to beat the Cardinals, Cardinals and they lost missed by a one. field goal. Right. So they've been in both games. Um Kirk Cousins has been actually pretty decent. And I just think the Seahawks Week one against the Colts, they beat the fuck out of them. I don't think they're that good. I think it's going to be a competitive game. Um, I, I would still see. I don't like the reason I picked this game is because I, I think the Vikings' offense is good enough. The only thing is Delvin Cook actually healthy because he did get hurt at, at the end of the game last week. Mm-hmm. They, they say that they're going to give them his normal workload, but they're not going to give their fucking plans midweek. Like right, oh, he's right. actually dead. <laughs> um, I'm leaning for Seahawks one and a half, but I'm scared. <laughs> What's the over under? Fifty five and a half. Fifty five. I'm gonna go under. That would be my pick for that. That game. is a lot of points, but it's two offenses that can light it up. We know how pass happy Kirk Cousins can be. I mean, even though he's throws picks left and rights too, but he's definitely not afraid to push the ball downfield. And Seahawks, when they let Russell Wilson cook, that boy cooks. So yeah, it's a lot of points. Who knows? But. Uh, yeah, if, if Dalvin Cook isn't his normal self, maybe they don't play the run as heavy. Maybe they lean on Anis, uh, Alexander Madison. So, the, I mean, the other thing, too, is what you stated earlier, the fact that it's not a primetime game. Mm-hmm. Usually those high-scoring games get dulled down a little bit. Yeah. Shit gets weird. It does. So I think I'm, I'm going to take the 55-and-a-half under. That's your pick. Seahawks, Vikings, 55, under the 55-point total. Game two for my picks of games to watch. I'm going with the Saints versus the Pats. Give me the Pats minus two and a half at home. Over under for that game is 42 and a half, but no thanks. I will take the 
point spread on that. Give me the Pats. Like I said, minus two and a half at home. I tried telling you with the Saints. It was a fluky game that week one when they destroyed the Packers. Right. With James Winston throwing for less than a, less than 280, 180 yards. 20 passes, five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. <laughs> it's like, bro, what was that? And then the, the Panthers just, they took care of James in, in, in week two. And also, uh, one thing to note about the Saints, they still haven't been home. I mean, we all know the true. They uh, their practice facility kind of got tore up there with uh, Hurricane Ida. They came through uh, before the season started, and they've been practicing in Texas uh, in the meantime. So another yet another road game for the Patriots. I mean, for the Saints heading up to New England to play the Patriots, and they still haven't gotten that comfort of being at home playing at the dome. Coming off coming off a bad loss against the Panthers, the Patriots took care of the Jets last week. They really made uh, Zach Wilson. They gave him his welcome to the NFL kind of moment, and he threw four interceptions. Three head, three by halftime. That show's ridiculous. Yeah, so uh, I think the Patriots are uh, are back defensively, and I think Bill Belichick is finding his comfort in how to play with Mac Jones, and I think they're going to have a good game plan coming for the, the Saints coming up at home, and I think three and a half, three, uh, two and a half is not enough there. I think the Patriots cover that easily. I may have overstated Jameis Winston and his leg <laughs> surgery. I mean, you know. <laughs> Retrospective. It would, it would have been a good. Ooh, nice. <laughs> it would have been a good story there, but uh, I don't. Like I said, I I got to see it more from Jameis. You can't just give me a game where you throw five touchdowns. Point to that, but I'll, I'll point to you to the. Hey, you're not going to win many games if you throw, you know, 150 yards a game. First of all, how dare you stomp on my retrospectus 2021 talking about LASIK? Let my joke <laughs> fucking breathe. I gave you a okay. chuckle there. I gave you a chuckle. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, this is one of those weird games. I would stay away just because I, I would lean Patriots two and a half. Like, you got it, right? But then this is one of those lines where think, you, yeah. this is where you, when you look at it and you're like, why aren't they three-point favorites? Right. <laughs> like, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I guess it's, it's still it's still the rookie quarterback thing for the Patriots. Who? Mac Jones. You know yeah, what I'm saying? But, like, uh, you think Vegas is still looking at like, yeah, they still got a rookie quarterback back there. Yeah, the defense looked better. They got all their pieces back, but there's still Mac Jones out there. Who's their running back? Yeah, and I, who I, are their prominent wide receivers? There's a couple of um, players on the Saints defense so that are out. I think Marshawn Lattimore's out. That's a fucking like Pro Bowl fucking cornerback. Mm-hmm. But I'd probably side with you, but. That's a weird game, just just because of the fucking line, right? Dumb sports brain. Sorry, <laughs> no, it's fine. It's it's my pick, not yours. But. Yeah. Um, to go to my second pick, I would go to Packers Forty ers So, this is the primetime Sunday night football game. I am not picking Bucks Rams because I feel like it's going to be over talked by the time that people actually listen to anything right. when it comes to football, because that's probably the actual game that should have been primetime. Bucks fucking Rams, but I picked too, too early to flex games, right? Now. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, the reason I say Packers 49ers, Packers looked really good, but they don't. It was against the Lions, right? On Monday Night Football, short weekend or a short week. 49ers have looked really good. Beat a burning game though. Beat up running a game of injuries, which is what they tend to lean on. And then the, my thing is, <laughs> a lot of injuries in the running game, but then the pack. Packers stink at run defense, so it's like so. No matter who's going out there, they're getting at least eighty yards. You, you, I think you're going to be averaging like two and a half yards if you went out there, man. <laughs> like, like I don't know, man. 
You may be gassed after like the tenth carry, but <laughs> just halfback slams. I'm, I'm not cutting anywhere. I'm running right up the gut. Um, you're a no cut running back. You know, sometimes it's a one cut and I'm go. A, I'm a north side runner. You know, I mean, I'm a, I mean, I'm a north south runner. The, the bus. Uh, <laughs> I would pick for uh, so 49ers are favorites at home minus three. Um, the over under for this game is fifty and a half. Fifty and a half. I would pick 49ers minus three. I think that they're going to be able to get enough from their running game. I think Kyle Shanahan is a fucking crazy offensive, like, minded. I think I said this last week, too, and they scored 17 points. But <laughs> but we also thought that Jalen Hurts was going to go off just out of his, uh, his pregame his fit. fit. <laughs> Um, but I think that he's going to be able to show the weakness of the Packers is their run defense, and he's just going to fucking shove it down their throat. Uh, he's going to find different ways, and then he's going to work the play-action passes. George Kittle, I think, is going to have a big game, even though they're going to try to get him out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is actually playing decent. Worst-case scenario, if he gets hurt, just like Andy Dalton, they got Trey Lance, who is better at a variety of things than Jimmy Garoppolo because he can actually run, give you a different uh, variety on your offensive packages. I I, I I can see the Packers, like, going off just because Aaron Rodgers going against his, like, home 49ers. Back yeah. yeah, back in Cali. But, like, he don't even like his family, G. So <laughs> he, he don't even talk to his family. I ain't home for him. <laughs> I, I think um, does he have any like high coming. school friends or some college friends that? Uh, Do you think Aaron Rodgers has friends? I don't know. I mean, so someone has to like him, right? Pat McAfee likes him. Your boy likes him. I think that's like a fucking. It's a work because he has to. It's a work thing. You doesn't know? Uh, doesn't uh, Miles Teller? <laughs> Miles Teller is the one that. And what happened to him? Doesn't he got pre- fucking punched Presidente in the fucking mouth? Like him too? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, remember he got a text from Aaron Rodgers like in the middle of the night. Did you see that? Oh yeah, it's he a big hit. it out. Tell Big Cat I love him. He's yeah. like, you've heard him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Every Bears oh, fan man. knows the pain. Yeah, it's kind of a like a love hate there. Like if you appreciate good football, I mean, he's obviously balled his ass out for years, fucking years, and torturing us. But it has been at our expense, so it hurts. I think the the biggest scar. I, I want to say it was a Sunday night football game. Bears Packers. I think he just the first half. Him and Jordy Nelson had like two or three touchdowns and had like 150 yards passing to to just Jordy Nelson alone, and I was just like, "Fuck!" I mean, that honestly could be any time that yeah, Rogers and Nelson, Nelson <laughs> played together against the Bears. Yeah, but I I think that I think that's going to be an exciting game though. Packers out Forty Niners. That I, that would be interesting. That is an interesting game to watch for me. It's funny for me that's a stay away game just because the Rogers. uncertainty on both sides of, and Aaron of, of, of the ball and, and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I don't want to break him to break my heart anymore. It hurts. It hurts too much. I'm ready to get hurt, baby. Let's go. <laughs> so to recap, our uh, games to watch. You heard it there. Lee's is going with uh, the 49ers minus three at home. He's also taking the under in the Seahawks and Vikings under 55. I'm going with the Titans. Minus five and a half at home, and also the Pats at home, minus two and a half. We'll see how uh, we go this time. Hopefully, I don't take a shot again next week. Mm, I'm saying that, but I don't think you mean it. Well, here's my parlay. <laughs> <laughs>
in other news, though. Oh, I was waiting for your parlay. <laughs> no, no, I'm not actually going to do a fucking parlay. In you, other news, you're though, you're done with baseball. For now, there's what? So you're done with baseball parlays for now? Uh, n- not on my like individual stuff, but saying it out loud on the fucking podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of fucking baseball, you brought it up. Um, something that happened this week. Kevin Kermeyer, is that his name? Yes, sir. So he, there was a play at home plate, Rays against Blue Jays, and the catcher for the Blue Jays dropped his pitch selection sheet. I'm not really quite sure. It's like the way that they attack certain batters. It's like their game plan for for yeah for batters. Yeah, he dropped it on a play that happened at home plate. Kevin Kermeyer looked at the floor, picked it up, walked away with it. Fucking baseball Twitter was like, you can't do that. Like, that's. Yeah, there were definitely some people that saw that as unsportsmanlike conduct. How the fuck? Which, I mean, it's it's baseball. The game where literally everyone cheats or tries to find ways to cheat. And this one, I don't even, I don't see it as. That's not cheating. You try to steal you, bases when you're at second base. Or steal science. Yeah, when you try to steal science. But also, like, you're right. You dropped this. What am I supposed to do? Just give it. Hey, excuse me, sir. 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 As he's running Come to the dugout. Sir, uh, you, you dropped this. You dropped the game plan that you use and that tells you how to attack us. How to pitch us. I think it's stupid. I and think it's stupid that they were pissed off. I think it's even more dumb that they waited until his last at bat of the series to retaliate. Yeah, because they're pussies. Um, baseball's so fucking dumb sometimes. It's because they're from Canada. <laughs> no, because they're baseball players. Oh, and they have the, the, the dumbest thing that's... I don't know. I, I Yeah, it was fucking stupid because there's other cheating scandals with the Astros, which they had no repercussions. From the league, yeah. From the league. They still got thrown at quite a bit in the pre in the in spring training. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> I mean, yes, but kind of makes up. I don't know if it makes up for it, but it's it's like you know. But, I like mean, we, they, we all know that was coming. They wouldn't get hit if Jose Altuve was suspended and Carlos Correa was. Suspended. You're right. You're right. That's <laughs> like, they they took it into their own hands. Right. Um, the fucking Red Sox and they're getting caught using electronics like uh, what the fuck uh, the Apple watches. Mm-hmm. They're using Apple watches and iPads and all this bullshit. And they ended up, Alex Cora ended up getting fired before he even fucking, right? Right. Before he even had a, a game with them, no? <laughs> so, like, for me, this is when baseball stinks. Um, I actually tagged Yap as well as yourself and Hayden Ass Hector on Twitter. Uh, a Marlins player hit a home run, did a fucking Euro step. Jazz Was Chism. it Jazz Chisholm? Yeah, fucking best one name the, in one baseball. One of the best names in baseball? Yeah. Jazz Chisholm. I forgot who the fuck they were playing. Stats and info. info. I'm on it. Uh, so, anyways, I believe the pitcher was Rogers. Struck him out the next day or the same day. And after he struck him out, he hit the Euro step. The he, Nationals? Yeah, there you go. Might have been the Nationals. Sure. <laughs> yeah, sounds right. Yeah, he hit a bomb, crossing home plate. Did the Euro step. Hits the Euro step as he's crossing home. And then the fucking next day, gets struck out. Gets struck out to end the inning. And there's a Euro step done. Pitcher Euro steps on his ass. And you know what? And that's good fucking baseball that's right there. That's a good there. troll job. <laughs> like, that's a good troll. Right. I, I, for me, like that's how it has to be patrolled, not fucking throwing at a guy's back on his last side bat in the yeah. fucking series. It's fucking that's ridiculous. Some fucking, that's some bitch assness right there. Yeah. 
uh, some other bitch assness that. Now, in the now news. I only hope. Sorry to cut you off. Now I only hope that the Blue Jays can advance past the because right now they're matched up to be in the wild card round. So they might end up there, but Tampa, of course, is the number one seat. So if they get past that, they're going to reach the ALDS, which I actually think. Do we though, get some postseason fireworks? I, that'd be awesome. That'd be a good series. I I think um, if the Blue Jays go against the Red Sox in the wild card game, I'll put money on the Blue Jays. Right. Was well, that's that's what it's currently matched up to be. And then they go against the Rays. That fucking lineup in for the Blue Jays is sick. Yeah. Um, former White Sox great Marcus Simeon is fucking killing it over there. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, baseball's stupid for that. Other bitch assness that happened uh, this past week. There was another fight at a fucking press conference. For oh, the, that's right. <laughs> for the Canelo versus Plant. I was wondering. I was like, "Where are you going with this?" I don't remember some other than yeah. You're right. Yeah, where yeah, you're right. Supposedly, Plant called, said something about Canelo's mother, but I think supposedly he just said "motherfucker." Yeah, I think something got lost in the translation. Translation there with Canelo a little bit, just a little bit. So then Canelo pushes Plant, and Plant like. Walked up to him very calmly and then fucking tried to slap him. Or did slap him. He, he I, don't know. I don't know if that connected. It did. They, there's very, a, very, it like grazed him a little bit. Like his fingers. Lightly grazed yeah. him. If it was a punch, it would have missed because his hand, like fist would have been closed. <laughs> right. But it like the fingers did connect to Canelo's face. But that motherfucker's reflexes were on point. Yo, took, he, he ducked that so quick. Yeah, he took a step back. Threw a fucking quick left hook, right hand. Connor left. Yeet. And then uh, Caleb Plant's glasses, I guess, dropped and cut him. So yeah. he had a small cut under his right eye. <laughs> and this it's is why nice boxing nice is nice stupid sometimes. That eye now. Yeah, it's dumb, but... Like you are... It's a li- great video. If you haven't seen it, go Google it. That shit's funny as fuck. Go on Twitter, look it up. That probably sold more pay-per-views for them right there. Honestly, yeah, the shove. The sh- I don't think the shove was enough because we've seen that before in press no, conferences. The There's a shove, you know, yeah. a little, little face to face, and they're jawing at each other. But the fact that Caleb Plant came back, took a swing, and Canelo Connor's ass on the stage, so <laughs> and drew blood. I, I yeah, will say right. it's a good it, selling point. It was stupid as fuck, but um, it's a good thing for Caleb Plant because he is showing no respect for Canelo, and usually everyone goes up to him, shaking his hand, kissing his feet. Yeah. Fucking happy! Saying what an honor! Yeah, they're happy that they're getting a payday. He's like, "Fuck that!" I'm actually out here trying to beat him. Although, him ducking that punch and uh, getting that counter, not a good look, you know. <laughs> Ishe Smith was like a uh, former boxer. Ishe Smith on Twitter, mm-hmm. he said, uh, "Canelo shoving Plant is a ten eight round," and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, "Him missing the slap is minus another point for Plant." And him, him getting cut is minus two points right there. He's like, he's starting off round one, 10-5. Like, <laughs> like you're already in the fucking hole, buddy. Like, All right, this is uh, this is Canelo's statement. I guess he did an interview uh, after that press conference, and here's what they asked him in an interview with Showtime. What did Caleb Plant say in your face that seemed to set you off? Oh, he say he talking about my mom. He say you motherfucker. So you pass the line right there. So that's why, that's why I I I push him, and then he come back with a left hook. So that's what happened. Well, Canelo, we give you the- <laughs> you motherfucker. Didn't he just like motherfucker everyone on? Oh yeah, Demetrius he, Andre in, in the ring. 
to those guys that were that were holding them shirts yeah. to, to fucking Demetrius Hundred, Demetrius whoever. <laughs> oh, fuck you, motherfucker! Get the yeah, fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of here! He wanna motherfucker. Pay he, he wanna pay. pay so every so every time Canelo said motherfucker, I think he was did he think to, he was saying like, hey, go I'm fuck, a fuck your mom. I'm gonna fuck your mamas. <laughs> yeah, I think so, man. That's that's kind of ballsy, man. <laughs> Because that's what he meant the entire time. Now someone says it to him, and he's like, "Oh hell no, nah. yeah, yeah." <laughs> that shit's funny as fuck to me though, and it's funny because it actually is overshadowing a pretty important boxing match this weekend. So you can go ahead and go upstairs if you want. Oh, um, boy. oh boy, um, Anthony Joshua versus Alexander Usyk. They Ooh. are they are fighting at heavyweight for like two three belts. It's gonna be a big time fight. It's actually important. In boxing, because whoever wins that is probably going to face the winner of uh, Wilder versus Fury, right? Which is going to happen the weekend that we go to Vegas. Oh man! So I'm excited. So that's going to be good. Uh, so the winner is probably going to face the winner of that, unify all the belts. Um, another reason is because they are actually both gold medalists, Anthony Joshua as well as Alexander Usyk, in the same Olympics. So Alexander Usyk won it in cruiserweight, and Anthony Joshua won it in heavyweight. This is low key a Hall of Fame fucking fight. Really? Yeah. Did, okay. No, I'm interested. Who the, whoever wins this fight is gonna go to the Hall of Fame just because they, especially Usyk, who unified the cruiserweight belts, mm-hmm. had all of them. He won the uh, Muhammad Ali Trophy, which they had the World Boxing Super Series for cruiserweights. Had all the champions fight each other. He ended up winning that tournament. Uh, and Ended up having like two, three defenses and then was like, fuck it, I'm going to heavyweight. Uh-huh, true. Uh, so now he's going to fight Anthony Joshua. This is going to be a tough test just because Usyk's footwork is fucking nuts for a heavyweight. So it's going to be it's gonna be cool. It's going to be a good matchup. Um, Anthony Joshua right now, minus 265 favorite. The, I think the, the way that Usyk wins it is if he, if he wins by judges. Usyk a plus 210 underdog right now. That might be worth it. Because Andy Ruiz had some uh, some good work against Anthony Joshua with his hand speed. Usyk has good hand speed as well as foot footwork. He might be able to get in and out on him. Um, the only thing is Joshua's a big motherfucker, so he might <laughs> he might fucking if he catches him clean, he might be able to fucking knock him out since he's a natural mm-hmm. heavyweight. Um, but then there's also UFC this weekend. Nick Diaz is back, a little plump though. <laughs> I mean. He was supposed to fight at welterweight. He asked for, for it to be moved to middleweight. So that motherfucker came in a little chunky. Diaz Lawler, once again. 17 years later. Ugh. <laughs> it's a good card, though. Where's where's a Vander Holyfield at, it's man? It's a good card. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good card, though. UFC 266 from T-Mobile Arena. It is a good card. Shevchenko. The heavy, heavy, heavy. favorite. <laughs> you throw <laughs> Shevchenko on every fucking parlay you got this week. She's a heavy, what, minus 1,500? You got to throw her into every parlay that you got. Is it even worth it? It'll, it'll move you what? Like fucking three dollars. Three dollars. <laughs> hey man, you you want to let me borrow three dollars? Oh, <laughs> you go all these three dollars you want. Man, at what point? At, like, all right. So we all know, obviously, Ronda Rousey went on that run. By the time she met up with Holly Holm, at what point do you start throwing money on the underdog? I don't think that, I don't think she goes close to that at that point. I'm just I'm just bringing up the question. Let's bring up the question. Um. Did, I, I actually think our, our boy Dave Ross said to throw some money in. Oh, no, that was against uh, Amanda Nunez, the challenger last time. When you're plus 850. Still ain't worth it. 
Uh, you think it was worth it? Nah. <laughs> Not right now. You talked yourself out of it. I was just bringing, I was just asking. I was making content, you know, whatever. The, the, the <laughs> this is the media hit. This is yeah, what I'm gonna yeah, put up. Whatever. At what point do you <laughs> um, do you sprinkle a little something on the underdog? No, I, I think the main event, the fucking Ortega versus Volkanovski, is gonna be a good ass fight. I think that will. Yeah, I think Ortega is gonna win. I think he, he's probably the underdog. I'm guessing he he took two years off. Brian Ortega plus one fifty underdog. I, I will take him. Um Strictly because he took two years off after he got his ass beat by Max Holloway and reinvented his striking game and has BJJ's nuts. Uh, he he has some of the sickest fucking submissions you've ever seen. He got significantly better footwork, uh, better just hands. Like his style fits against Volkanovski well. And then watch, he's going to get washed in like 13 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to do a whole a main card parlay? Because it seems like oh, most of these fights are pretty cut and dry, except maybe the Diaz-Lawler one. I think Lawler's going to wash him. Andrade, Curtis Blades, Robbie Lawler, Shoshenko, and Ortega. Let's see. Let's see the payout. Let's just let's just let's, see, you know, let's just click. Know. Let's just start clicking this parlay let's on, uh, click, on, on click some buttons. Right you know, boom, 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 boom. All five fights parlay plus seven ten. I don't think that's worth it. Plus seven ten. Yeah. For, for for UFC, it's where like where are you getting tripped up? The Ortega one. Ortega, uh, the Lawler. I'm guessing what. Lawler is like minus one fifty and yeah minus one forty five. You almost hit that. And then uh, look at God one seventy one seventy one seventy five for plus one seventy one seventy five for Diaz. Uh, plus one twenty five one twenty five. See that one? It could be a toss up because Nick Diaz was better than Lawler and actually beat him the first time, but he hasn't fought him fucking like six or seven years. Right, like, first time bang. How long? I think like six years. But uh, I, there's gonna be a lot of hype for Nick Diaz. He actually already said that he thinks it's stupid that he's going to be fighting Lawler and not Kamaru Usman, the fucking champion at Get the fuck out of here. And the funniest shit is the fact that he couldn't make 175 <laughs> and asked for it to get moved to middleweight. Right. Which is weird because I actually think him and his brother Nate are vegans and they do a shit ton of cardio. They both have, like, weight stuff. He's got big frames, man. Yeah, but then why? I understand why you fight at that weight class, but why are you draining yourself? Like, wouldn't, at that point, wouldn't you just use your speed advantage at the next weight? Speed and cardio? I mean, yeah, but these UFC guys always want to cut as much as possible yeah. for the advantage. So maybe they think they can still get down to that weight. That motherfucker couldn't. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when you haven't fought and we haven't had to do six a years. cut like that in six years. Yeah, it's going to be tough for that first time around. I, I would say it the other way. You had six years to cut that weight. <laughs> <laughs> like, you motherfucker. Figure it out. You got time. The fuck? But, eh. I think it's going to be a good card. We're actually going to be hanging out at one of our boys' um, backyards watching. Well, I don't know about yourself, but I know I am. I'm going to be watching both fights at the same damn time. Yeah, I mean, look, I may not know. I may, I may, I'm not may not be deep into the shits with boxing, but I do enjoy boxing. Insane. And generally, when I when I watch it, it's worth it. I I like I like to watch. I'm just yeah. I'm not deep diving boxing, guys. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate you guys that do, and I'll listen when you guys speak when you guys talk about sport. And it's fun to hear what it is, but because of that, I don't have to deep dive boxing. <laughs> That's true. I'll leave it up to to you guys to, to break it down in front of me. I'll gladly sit there, sit by me, sit my beer, and watch you guys go back and forth. Man, where, where's Cap at so we can talk about like random ass shit? Like Cap, Louis Cap's missing. We, we would have gone way off topic with we started talking UFC and boxing. And Cap was here. Oh yeah, for sure. I would have been upstairs for fifteen minutes at least by now, <laughs> feeding the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. My dog was barking earlier on an episode. I don't know if she barked while we were recording, but God, I couldn't get her to shut up. Anyways, 
That's going to do it for this episode of Yap Chicago. Once again, visit tribecoffeeco.com and use promo code YAPSHY for 10% off of your order. Again, follow the show at YapChicago underscore on Twitter or at YapChicago on Instagram. Call us. Leave us a message, 312-985-6006. And if you're listening on Apple, leave us a review. Go down to that, 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 the podcast page. Give us five stars. Give us a review. We'll read it on there. If you're on Spotify, if you're on Spotify hit that notification bell so you know whenever we post a new podcast. And tell your friends. It's a fun show. We like to have fun. Maybe deeper into the season, we start bringing back some of our guests. We like to have a good time here. Yeah, and if you actually think you can leave a comment as well on comment reviews there on Google, because um, I believe that's where my mouth picks that shit up. Tell them to leave a review, dude. <laughs> leave a five, review. Five star. Five star review. Mom, please. I'll visit you more. I'm 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 please. And you can follow me on Twitter at EP773 underscore both, yeah, on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter at Lees922, on Instagram at Elisio Corral JR. And that'll do it. For Lees, I'm Edgar Perez. This is Yap Chicago. Bear down. Stop playing with me. Come on, now stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. <laughs>